Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Stepping on board the IS-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. Good, insert time zone appropriate part of day, space monkeys, and what a glorious day it is. I feel oddly relaxed, rested, refreshed even. Ah, like I have a whole new lease on life. Get the loop around his neck. No, the alligator's neck, Leet. You won't hurt him, his species is like a thousand years old. A thousand? Do you know what was happening on Earth a thousand years ago? Of course not. No one does. Throw the rope! It's not nice. It's an alligator! You're closest, Colin. Grab the rope! No, I'm not. You can't see me. I'm over there. Uh, I mean, here. By the thing. Oh, give it up, Colin. I can see your martini arm. I don't care. I'm not going near that thing. Oh, yes you are. I can't! Let go of the martini! Never! Don't hurt him! You hurt Leet! Don't hurt me! Or Colin! Or! Well, that evaporated quickly. The crew on the ship is stuck to the ceiling, and the crew on the ground is just. stuck. Unable to do much, they're all mostly bitching at one another, and thankfully, my headphones have a volume control. So, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to head back to my chaise lounge and Finnegan's Wake and try to regain my sense of calm. Avocado yogurt. Uh, Oh God, please stop. Make it stop. People think the Eastern Pepistrobiat is native to Michigan, but I reckon it's likely native to Minnesota. Or maybe it is native to Michigan, because I can imagine critters migrating from Michigan to Minnesota. But the other way... There are treaties against this sort of punishment. Okay. Now that Donna has very nicely filled us in on all 800 species of bats native to Minnesota, perhaps we could... 800 species? Don't be silly. Ooh, now there are seven dangerous animals in Minnesota, though. There's the timber rattlesnake, the black widow spider, black bears, coyotes. What else? Uh... Well, if death by detail is possible, Donna makes it. 
Donnay, dear, is it possible you could put your frankly astonishing lung capacity to work encouraging Pluto to let us go? You drove from Gated Galaxy's headquarters all the way here with that? No wonder threats of torture didn't work on you people. I don't know what makes you think he'll listen to me any more than the rest of you. He thinks you're the reincarnation of his dead wife. Of course he'll listen to you. Oh, let's test that theory, shall we? Ben? Mm-hmm? Didn't Julie ask you to bring a whole bunch of supplies to French Lick? Oh, yeah, she did. And did you? Uh-huh. And his wife is still alive. Okay, fair. But you could at least try. Such stereotyping. I always listen to Tiberius. Hmm. Yes, I'd ask you what you mean by that. But every time you speak, I realize again that I can't punch you. Does anyone think Pluto's actually conscious? I mean, he hasn't moved for at least seven bat species, has he? In fact, I think he went down somewhere in the middle of the whole Kulex Tarsalis Mosquito slash West Nile virus diatribe. Well, excuse me for spreading some public awareness. You might be okay with headache, neck stiffness, tremors, convulsion, numbness, paralysis, and stupor. Huh. How is that any different from what I'm going through right now? Ben, not helpful. Donna, just try. Oh, alrighty then. Uh, Mr. Pluto? Mr. Pluto? That's not going to work, is it? Sauce it up a bit, you know. Give it a bit of... Give it a bit of... You know. You're joking. I have heard Hotter Talk on the Hallmark Channel. Mrs. S is right. You're gonna have to give him a reason to... Wake up! I feel ridiculous. Please. Oh, just hold on to your Paul Bunyans. I'm trying. Hey, honey. Honey? I don't think I can do this. Of course you can. You come from Minnesota. The only state in the Union that made galoshes sexy. Did they, though? Really? That is true. Okay. You all closed your ears. How? You got it. We'll hum to ourselves. So, hey there, hubby. Sorry I didn't recognize you at first, Thea. Gold bodysuit is new. Or is it? I really don't know. It's super nice. Oh, heck. Let's see. I like the hoof. Very walk on the wild side. With one foot, anyway. Huff. So it's Sarda. Wild side. Team side. Wild side. Team side. Sorry, yeah. sorry to interrupt. Uh, this, uh, this, <laughs> this, this is you being sexy, is it, Donna? You're not supposed to be listening. Why not? Hmm? I, this nonsense wouldn't make a primary schooler blush. You think you can do better? Do I think? <laughs> Oh, dear, Donna. Uh, give me five minutes and a clear runway and you won't be able to see the forest for all the wood. If you catch my meaning. Woof. I wonder if Wild-Eyed Charlie is still around. 
The sniper? You think he'll what? Come in here and set us free? I'm kind of hoping he'll come in here and shoot me. Right. Up to me then. Uh, <clears throat> hey. Hey. Golden boy from the land down under. Hmm? How about we explore a very special cave together? Mrs. Sheffield, Pluto has responded twice since we've been frozen, and both times were in response to Donna. I don't think he'll hear you. Mm, that's true. Hmm. Oh. Oh, right. Okay. Donna, repeat what I say. Hmm? If I must. Pluty, Pluty, Pluto. Nope. Look, you have to have some kind of playful little endearment. True. How though? Hey, you hot pants. Oh, God. Have you ever actually met a man? Boys, shut up. Yes, yes, I'm right, I'm right. No, no, sh- no that, that, Donna, was a really, really st- that is that. Uh, now, uh, try, try. Have I told you how much I miss your bite and bite your lip? Have I told you how much I. My burrito, so to speak, but I don't generally ladle it on at the community potluck. May I remind you that plans are afoot. Plans that involve this very cave we're currently trapped and helpless in. Yeah! And whose plans are those? Now is not the time to split hairs. Oh, as soon as I'm free, little fellow, something of yours is getting split all right. And it's not hairs. What is it? I don't know, do I? Whatever I get hold of first. Now, be flirty. (sighs) No, no, no. no. Sorry. What what are you you doing? Sexy breathing. No good. Uh, it's okay. We'll just have to try something else. Works for me. You haven't called me hot pants in many an age. Are you coming back to me, my queen? Oh, sure. Can't wait, yet. Hey, any chance we could get unstuck? Pluto, I demand that you release me. Instantly. You may leave the others. Oh, look. I found where Madame Tussaud keeps her rejects. <laughs> Goodness. Look at this 24-carat hunk in the saucy onesie. <laughs> Glenda! Excellent! <laughs> Perhaps you could uh, do something? Free someone? Oh, certainly. Apparently I'm now something of a saint. Going around, freeing people. Well, hurry up! You misunderstand still life with stupid. I already did. Just not you. 
Well, hot sausage gravy, if we haven't stumbled into the low-rent section of the Louvre. Come on now, hugs all around. Oh, wait, you can't move. Well, that there is a pity. They say hugs are good medicine. Well, let's get a move on, Glenda. Tiberius waits. Hmm. Oh, damn it! What was that for? They're still soft. That's good. And warm. Uh, thanks? Oh, oh, she just means the plants will eat you. Ta-ta, babe! <laughs> I'm out! Well, that was a fun little reunion. Alrighty, Pluto. Fun time's over. If I remember my mythology right from M-C-C-A-C-E-C, you were also sometimes called Summonus. Is that right? Yes. Well, if you ever want to play Samenos and the Maiden again... Whoa! Oh, oh, I wasn't expecting this right next time. Oh my god, this is great. But I still got it. Follow me! Wait! What just happened? Samenos is the god of nocturnal thunder. If you catch my meaning. You... This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, Stardate. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face-deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow, we got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com slash oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. Hi, I'm Yusuf Dahl, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurmond and it's since been used to deny housing to all people. But because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit ThurmanAmendment.org to learn more. A message from the Fable and Folly Network. Well, now I have to go wash my brain out. Ugh. The things I did not want to know but have been forced to learn are starting to pile up. (sighs) Back on the Oz 9... Colin, if you bump into me one more time... How exactly am I supposed to avoid it? You have superpowers? Use one. 
Oh, yes, what a magical idea. Perhaps my face flashlight. That'll be handy. Or shall I fire up the eye lasers and kill us all? No, I know. I recently discovered that when I hum, I can make very small things float. So if anyone is in desperate need for a pencil, do give me a shout. There aren't nearly enough floating things on this ship. I'm hungry. What are you looking at me for? No reason. Are you all metal? Yes. Olivia. It's not my fault. Back to that, are we? You lot are never happy. Olivia, the gravity's gone off. Olivia, the food is poisonous. Olivia, there's a bomb on board, or a vampire, or a raging mob of killer plants. Olivia, there's a hole in the side of the ship. What? Hypothetically. Send the ants. They'll take care of it. Again. Again? May I ask my question now? Hmm? Olivia, where is Leet? Did he get Albert safely back to the bioswamp? Yeah, that was weird. He looked like a giant child with an alligator-shaped balloon on a string. Albert did get a bit of revenge once he was floating free and overhead in the bioswamp. Leet's just having a shower. Uh. Um, incidentally, did anyone hear a weird grinding noise last night? It kept me up until I put my earplugs in. Sounds like some sort of industrial sander. Oh yeah, that was Leet. Oh, not another art project. Oh, I hope not. I have dozens of statues of me as it is. Me thinking, me eating, me reading, me... Ah, never mind that one. <laughs> he even made an entire chess set of all... Yes, you guessed it. Me. That sounds rather lovely. We should play with you sometime. Well, all the pieces are kings. And it's creepy. This noise is different, though. It, bigger. He's actually working on his greatest masterpiece. That noise is his chest polisher. His... what? Chest polisher. I think last night was the first time he's fired it up. All those poisons we had in the air kept him shiny until lately, but he says he needs a burnishing. It's just charging at the moment. Noisy, isn't it? He thought he was off to help found a brave new world, so he brought his chest polisher. Yeah, and how many uh, gallons of that voice-protecting gargle wash did you bring? You didn't even think you'd wake up. Well, I am always prefer- Oh, that hurt. The gravity has returned. How did I ever survive without a computer? You didn't. You're a robot copy. Mm-hmm. This is how it's going to be between us from now on, is it? I reckon. What's the story here, Olivia? Why did the gravity turn back on? I don't know, do I? You're a computer. Figure it out. So's your fancy watch. Why don't you ask it? Hey, everybody. <gasps> oh, oh God, my God man. Turn that uh, thing down. My eyes. My retinas. Any chance you could turn that down? Nope. You'll get used to it in a minute. I set my polisher to high. Well, dermabrasion is clearly an effective way to remove dead skin cells. And yet, Colin is still here. Very funny. Did you also blow-dry your hair? Yeah. You know how hard it is to take a shower with no gravity? I ended up filling my spacesuit with soapy water and doing cartwheels in the hallway. Maybe uh, next time go a little easy on the shiny? Olivia, you got a read on our gravity situation? Olivia? Hmm? Give her a minute. She's mesmerized. Oh, meanwhile, where is the French poodle? He uh, slipped out a while back. Said he had to check on something. What could he have to check on? He doesn't do anything. Ooh, do you reckon it's whoever's in his bunk? That's whomever. 
Whoever is in his bunk? Whom... ever. You really can't resist, can you? Um... Grammatical Tourette's, it's, it's a thing. Is it, though? Could we get back to the point? <sighs> of course, of course. Uh, our apologies, Captain. Uh, the Albatross and I are pretty certain Frise has released someone from their pod and secreted them in his bunk. What about MRDR? We think whomever it is might have come from Pod Bay 3. So there's no murder protocol. Pod Bay 3? Where my wife is? And you didn't think to tell me? Did you confront him? We tried, but he just holed up in his bunk and refused to come out. So what did you do? Oh, um, well, I had brownies in the oven. I remember those. They were more sort of greeny pinkies, really. Brownies. Would you have preferred I ignore them and let them burn, potentially setting the ship on fire? You mean like your first 11 batches of kudzu bread? Privileged information means nothing to you, does it? Of course it does. It means I am privileged to have all the information. Who else knew about this? Well, I was in the middle of studying a journal of alien species I found in the, uh, the library. We don't have a library. Or journals. You were napping off a bad blowfish. Stare at Leet some more, will ya? Dr. Theo? I was doing research. I, I mean, um, I was, was, I was studying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, it was time for Tai Chi, yes. Um, <sighs> fine. I was working on my novel. So not one of you thought, hmm, perhaps Colin might like to know that his wife has potentially been resurrected and is currently bunking with an assassin. Well, it's just an outline at the moment. I've only started writing it. My novel, that is. But I'm not telling you anything more. I don't want to endanger the creative process. Uh, look, Colin, we honestly weren't sure that you wanted to know. Oh, okay. Well, since you insist, I only have about 300 pages so far. Okay, it, it takes place on a windswept moor in the late 20th century. Or possibly in the New York Stock Exchange after a nuclear winter. Weren't sure I wanted to know. You can't be serious. The hero is a rather ordinary-looking research scientist. If you wanted her awake, you could have done it yourself, but you didn't. So, we figured that... Oh, you figured, did you? I figured you'd just keep it a secret. Maybe let me stumble on her in the kitchen. No worries that Frieza has likely thought her out for some nefarious purpose and is holding her hostage. And our hero's research is stolen and he realizes it could be employed in a scheme to take over control of governments, even the world. But that's all I'm saying. You won't drag another word out of me. No, 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 no. We would have told you. And me, I hope. You? Why? I'm the captain. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Just just one last thing, but only because you're so insistent. <sighs> My goodness. All right, all right. Our hero has an almost magically compelling voice, which, combined with his robust intellect, casts a sort of spell on everyone he meets. He's not going to stop until someone asks, you know. Oh, for... Alright, so you're writing a novel, huh, Doc? What kind of story is it? Murder mystery? It's a romance, actually. Hmm. Romance. How interesting. What is it called? It's called Love, Gravity, and Anchors. Colon, 
a study of irresistible things that will ultimately drag you down. Aha! Uh -huh. Working title, huh? No. Why do you ask? This is all fascinating, and I'd love to read it when it's done, but perhaps we could return to the fact that there's someone we don't know in Frieza's room? Apologies, Captain. I, I didn't realize my mentioning my novel was going to create such a stir. Greg and the 778 are nearly charged back up, Captain. <sighs> Good. A smart idea to tether them with power cords. Leet, how about you and Emily and Howard go fetch Frise and his guests? Hostage! Okay, and bring them to the bridge. Could someone wake up Dr. Von Haberzetzer? How the hell did he manage to sleep through the gravity coming back on? Hey, Doc? Doc? <sighs> oh, where, where was I? Oh, I, tremendous! I have clearly solved the problem! Uh, problem? The gravity! We are on the floor! What did I do? Nothing. Don't be ridiculous. That is the floor beneath my slippers, and up there, I spy the ceiling. Well done, Friedrich. Now, what is next, hmm? I was just telling everyone about the novel I'm writing. Oh, a novel. How exciting. Hmm. It takes place on a windswept moor. Ah, 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 my boy. You do not wish to spoil the surprise. I could tell you just a little bit. But the surprise is that I do not wish to hear it. Oh, now you have spoiled it, you see. So, we are off to Monsieur Frieza's room, yes? How do you know that? I thought you were asleep. Ah, yes, well, <laughs> my mind is always alert, Captain. That is the mark of a true scientist. Even asleep, I am capturing the little informations flying about like the little thunderbugs. Lightning bugs. Lead, my boy, do not correct a scientist when he is on a roll, eh? That is how you get DDT and banana yogurt and such horrors. Hello. Help, I am needing assistance. Quickly! What happened? I have a... a guest. Hostage. She is gone. When the down-pulling thing went to the floor... Gravity. Yes, this. When it returned, I fell and hit my head. And was the sleeping sort of thing. Unconscious. Oui. And when I woke up, poof, she was gone. You lost my wife. You're... My God, what if she accidentally releases the plant? It could kill her. Again. Olivia, fire up the music. It's time for... Oh, for crying out loud. Get out of the way. Okay, she's fast. But is it heroic? Heroic running for real. I'll fly this way. Someone get on Greg and go that way. I could go by myself, you know. I'm not actually a zebra. I'll go with you. I used to have a very good seat, I'll have you know. I wonder if we could get you a saddle. No. Fine. Just a thought. Damn, I look damn good in Jodfers. Would you just get on already? Everyone else is gone. All right, all right, hold on. You sure you're not up for a saddle? Even a dainty little English style? You owe me one for that trivia game the other night. Where the hell did you get those questions? Now I have to do the washing up for a month. So what? We don't have any food. Besides, how the hell was I supposed to know the captain of a spaceship had never heard of the phalangeal asteroid belt? Oh, for crying out loud, climb up on the console. Just watch the buttons. You could kneel down. Or we could wait for gravity to turn off again. Just put one foot there. 
there. I can't see where I'm putting my feet. Apparently. Okay, now stand up. And when I get closer, get on my back. Ready? Hang on. Ready. Why don't they make these stupid consoles flat? Because they're for working on. Not boarding zebras from. I imagine that was the designer's train of thought. Fine. Just hurry up and get over here before I fall. Woo! Alarm. 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 Greg? What did I just step on? Alarm. Crap. Alarm. Alarm. I'd just like to start this bit of narration by saying, sorry, Sweden. So, we leave our heroes much as we usually do, running headlong into a disaster to make it a thousand times worse. I did want to give you an update on Buck. If you remember, we last saw him at the campsite just outside of French Lick, Indiana. A bear had attacked, and he ran screaming into the woods. I have no idea what happened to him. End of update. You've been listening to Tim Sherburn as Colin and Buck, wherever he is. Eric Perry as Dr. Von Hobbesetzer, Joe and Mr. Southers. Bonnie Brantley as Donna and Jesse. June Clark Eubanks as the Albatross and Glenda. David Astire as Dr. Theo Brome. Aaron Clark as Lady Sean Frise and Ben. Shannon Perry as Olivia and Madeline. Kevin Hall as Greg and Felonius. Richard Cowan as Leet. Erie Alexander as Julie. Sarah Golding as Mrs. Sheffield. Lee Shackelford as Pluto. And me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Our music was composed and performed by John Faley. Our artwork is by Lucas Elliott. This episode was directed by June Clark Eubanks. Oz 9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. Welcome back, Space Monkeys. We missed you. Until next time, narrator out. Greetings from Hollywood and the Carlotta Botox Chronicles, the 67% true adventures of a 100% fake actress. After being outed as a fraud on national TV, I lost 3 million followers on Instagram. I was canceled. I'm toast, Dave. I have no income and no prospects. You move forward like you've always done. One Louis Vuitton in front of the other. I found a place that was more me. Cheap and no frills, right in the middle of Hollywood. Hello, neighbor. Welcome to the building. I'm Zen, they, them, and I'm right next door. Hi, Zen. If I knock on your door at 10 p.m. and ask you to turn down the music, what do you do? I turn it down. You don't call the police? Why would I call the police? Good answer. I'm marking you as safe on the Karen app. The Karen app? On a scale of 1 to 10, the Karen app measures entitlement levels among middle-aged white women with tangled bobs. Gird your loins for the Carlotta Botox Chronicles. Available wherever you listen to pods. It's not my fault. Yes, sold it. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. My friend Shayna was like, just so you know, everyone in the Villainous League is coming to kill you. And I was like, oh boy. Imagine NPR in the MCU, the Daily Planet's style desk, 
Car Talk for Jetpacks. It's these American Supers. 100% invisible. This beach bubble. It's sequential. The utility belt. Superhuman Public Radio is a fiction podcast telling the hilarious and heartbreaking stories of people in a superpowered world. I thought I was going to die. An invisible car in Chicago? A wee supervillain? These are the stories that fall between the panels of comic books. I think they knew that I didn't mean to do that to Arizona. Wasabi! He could kill himself. Kid, I feel like you're not giving this problem your all. No, no. But yes, I guess most people would call them a death squad. Superhuman Public Radio. Superhuman Stories. The only limits are your imagination. And I have a wild imagination. New episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. This is SPR. Name the supervillain and we've done the gig. But these Wall Street types that lack the answers to, yikes.